Welcome to Caffeine Co-op. My name is Zach. And I'm Brandon. And we are here today, guys. Folks, it has finally happened. We weren't sure last episode because of timing, and we weren't sure about what our schedule was. We've been kind of hitting it, uh, you know, hopping around. But we are back. We're in, and Next Gen is out. So that is officially a thing, and we are here to talk about some next-gen gaming systems, some yep. next-gen and current-gen games. I guess it's all current-gen now. Right. Uh, and we have some comic-related things to discuss. A lot of comic video games today, right, Brandon? Uh, just want to make sure next-gen... We, we're we're, we're going to be discussing the next-gen. You're meaning Star Trek, the next generation. I kind of built... Uh, most of my thoughts about that today, probably like favorite characters, best episodes, basically that. Uh, just want to make sure we're on the same page. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it in here real quick. This bit is fantastic, and I love every second of it. But I don't know anything enough about Star Trek to keep it going. So, <laughs> it's all on. which we decided we needed, we need extra help today. We needed to draft in a free agent who was, <laughs> he's, he's been doing a lot of great work on uh, the West Coast of Pennsylvania, or the middle, the middle coast of Pennsylvania, the three coasts of Pennsylvania, the one we all have been to, the middle coast, I don't know what I'm saying, hailing from the far, the faraway lands of Crackle Comics comes our dear friend and guest, Mike Speck. Oh, that was a beautiful introduction, though I do have to say, I am in Center County, like the centermost one. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. absolutely zero Pennsylvania coastline. Yeah, the, well, uh, landlocked is possible would be the way I'd go with that. <laughs> There's water there. There, there are possible lakes on the, on the way to Penn State. You see that weird little Statue of Liberty. That's a. That, I'm pretty sure that's one of the oceans. That's one of the unnamed oceans that they have uh, not yet discovered. I think that's a fact. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We only put out facts here on, on Caffeine Co-op. Scientific facts, no less. <laughs> but more importantly, what we put out here at Caffeine Co-op is thoughts about video games and the video game industry, starting with this generation, not the next generation. We're in it. This is the current generation. We're cutting off everything else. You can't play anything else. We're throwing it all out. Throw out your PS4. I didn't. I'm, I did. I'm hold on to it with my cold dead hands as far <laughs> as far as I can. But more importantly, I want to hear, and I think the consumers want to hear, the audience wants to hear Zach your experience with your PS5. So I guess this is the best. Like, what have I been playing ever? Right, because it's 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 a new generation of video games. So uh, to the listeners that uh, to the new listeners, thanks to our dear friend Mike from Crackle Comics, we now have. What have I been playing is our first segment where we get to talk about every single video game we've played since the last episode or whatever. I don't really care. And uh, yeah, so for this episode, I have a PS5. I got it on launch day, came out, came here Thursday, November 12th. Um, I have had a pretty mixed experience with the PS5, as Brandon already knows. Um, I want to say I love it. That's not necessarily true, but I do like it. I do like it a lot. And uh, what I will tell you is I got Miles Morales to play on it. Um, Miles Morales, which we will go into detail later because comic-based episode for us. And Spider-Man is going to be a huge point. 
great game. Just that's all I'm going to throw out there right now. Still not done the campaign. Phenomenal. I did get the black suit, Brandon. We talked about that. Uh, It's a nice story point when you get the black and red suit. And uh, I did just get to that point. Um, It's a good game. And I got to say the the level of detail that you can see on the PS5 and no joke. the, The thing that probably everyone talked about the most was no loading times. And it is it is insane how there is just nothing because Spider-Man PS4, while probably the best game of the PS4, in my opinion, um, it had some pretty long, long loading times. Right. And that is I mean, it's a big game with plenty of beefy content. That's absolutely fair. So it's it's really hilarious to put in Miles Morales. And I'm just there's no loading time at all. Um, It's tough, especially on the PS4. From the Red with Spider-Man, it was basically like all those webs were just like mm-hmm. clogging up the gears of the PS4. It was just like getting stuck and it was like just be able to go in, just like cut down all those webs and make sure. Just gunking it up. Just absolutely just everything slows down. It's the, lo- the, the loading. Every time it loads, the webbings finally dissolve. And then, you know, when you load something else, there's new webs and it's just in the, it's in the way every time. Yeah. You know. no, so uh, the one thing I do want to talk about here with the PS5, like I said, more Miles Morales later. Um, so I have the system, obviously. The controller, it's good, not great. Um, I, I actually, that's not true. I do really like it. There's just one thing I don't like about it. I really like the feel of it. I think the feel is very nice compared to the PS4 controller. Like the handles, I like the buttons. They're very smooth, very easy. Analog sticks have to be the exact same, which I look. It's that it's that like little rigid texture. I really like the analog sticks. I like the buttons. The thing I don't like, absolutely do not like it, and it's going to take forever for me to get used to, is the trigger buttons have resistance on them. Right. So... I think I really like that about the PS4 controller is it's like it's a solid like click, right? The the trigger buttons is just an instant click. You feel that. You feel it hit the base of the controller and you're like, boom, especially with Spider-Man. It's like web swing, boom, swing. <clears throat> right. Excuse me. With the PS5 controller, it, it like it's like that final millimeter of clicking the trigger is that resistance spot. And then it's like you feel like an extra like button is being pressed, essentially. And so it's weird. It's like I'm fighting the triggers a little bit. Um, Like I said, I like everything else about the controller, but the triggers are very off. I haven't played a shooter yet, and I'm really curious how that's going to feel. Right. Do you think, especially with the triggers, uh, is there a benefit to certain games? Do you think like a racing game with with this help or like shooters? Would this be beneficial to that or do you think this is a very particular controller for certain games that in some of them it's going to falter on well that's what i i I guess to be honest i don't understand i I don't understand the benefit of the resistance in the buttons because uh, so what i've noticed from miles morales is that the moment i click the trigger it he'll he'll web swing essentially right and i don't have to click it all the way in so that extra resistance part doesn't have to be clicked in, but I'm so used to it, the PS4, just slamming that button down, right? Um, and that's what, I, I don't know if the point of the resistance is so for the, like, say you're playing Warzone, you don't have to click all the way down, maybe. Maybe you just need, like, the slightest click. And and that's what, like, maybe in a shooter, it actually feels great. I, I don't know yet. Huh. Um it's just, it's very different. Like, definitely different from the Xbox controller. I mean, I have an Xbox One controller right here. And, like, it, it's it's that same trigger feeling, you know? It just goes right down. 
um, that the PS4 had. And I I just think it's a weird change that the PS5 controller has that I also haven't heard. Like, no one's talking about it. The thing right. that everyone talks about is the texture, which I do really like it. It's like, it, it's not glossy anymore. It's got, like, that roughness to it. And and I like that because it's, it's not, like, smeary. Like, so if your hands get sweaty, I feel like you're not going to, like, just smear it all over. Right. Which is great for me. My hands are constantly, <laughs> like, like, a, like, like, a, like, a slime to them on my palms, yeah. It's gonna slide about my, my kitchen. It being like brand new out of the box, or is it designed to be that? You mean the uh, the buttons or the texture? Yeah, the buttons. That's that's actually I I've been debating that. Like I, I keep wondering if the more I use it, the more like it'll get worn down. And, and but but I also kind of like I'm the kind of person that has the mentality of if I get a brand new pair of shoes at first I'm like yo like don't wear the two shoes too much you don't want to wear them in right so it's like for me I feel like the controller in that mentality it's like it should be perfect right out of the box and I don't know if that's like I, I don't know stupid to say but but I did have that exact thought too because I'm kind of hoping that a combination of me being used to it plus using it makes those triggers uh, easier for me to use the so so i feel like that pretty much like the system as a whole is great it plays ps4 games fine it, it like i said it's it's very fast um the couple gripes i have i will talk about um and i i had a couple launch day glitches unfortunately but i won't say that first happened i could i could foresee no gripes no complaints with your ps5 i <laughs> I I will say I was very shocked by what I had that what happened to me. The one thing I want to talk the the one criticism I have right now before I get into my launch issues is uh the home screen for the PS5. It is both clean and cluttered. So like when you're looking at your list of games, like when you're on like your section, it's like it's nice. Like I just there's Spider-Man, there's the other Spider-Man, right? There's Kingdom Hearts, whatever, like what have you. I'm looking at my list of games and it looks very clean. However, the moment you go somewhere that you like didn't mean to be, there's like ads like it's it's like they're selling. Yeah, it's like they're selling the home screen space. And it's it's uh, it ain't great. It ain't it, folks. Console. I have it. I don't need to buy more. It's not going to be exactly. like exactly have a spare. Right? So uh, so so I will I do I do kind of hope there's some updates to the home screen a little bit. I, I like what they're going for. But they're selling out, and uh, I kind of get it, but also maybe control yourselves. Like you said, I already gave you my money. I got the system. Right. Um, so the launch day issues I had, uh, for the longest time, they were talking about that the PS4 or the PS5 was going to be backwards compatible with your PS4 game library, which it absolutely is. I have put PS4 games in, and it plays them fine. However, the issue I had was I sold my ps4 ahead of time because i was trying to get as much money for it beforehand which i did i got a good chunk of change basically paid half of it off beforehand um and then i had everything on there saved on an extended storage before we got started i clicked that extended storage into the ps5 and it deleted all my save files so um that kind of really sucked, and I, I've read up on it. You know, it's been out uh, five days now, right? Thursday, Friday, Friday. yeah. And uh, it seems like that is an issue. Uh, I did the the more details I have on it that I wanted to bring up. Basically, if you have a PS5, some of the things to look for: uh, 
the the if you plug in your extended storage into the back USB ports, that's where this glitch can happen. Is that they will wipe? So so essentially, the save or or the game data is there. Like I can still play the game. I don't need to update it. I don't need to re-download the data. It's there. It's just the like megabytes of save files that gets deleted, which is just so bizarre. And uh, so again, like apparently it's linked to the back USB ports. They don't know if it's the extended external hard drive. They don't know if it's the USB. Still being looked at. Um, another thing. Another issue that I have not had, but I am glad I heard it because I'm going to keep an eye on it on not using this feature. Uh, apparently, rest mode is bricking PS5 consoles. Oh, so shit. don't use rest mode if you have a PS5 until they update that. Um, which is pretty wild, right? Because that's like one of the things that it, it was like, you know, you put it in rest mode, you take it off rest mode, and you should be able to jump right in your game without loading the whole system up, right? I know that was a big thing with the Xbox Series X. It was like... Uh, I forget what it was called, like the fast play or whatever. Right. But uh, yeah, so specifically to with Miles Morales, don't use rest mode is what I've read. So if you have an external hard drive with your PS4 games, I would hold off from using it at all. Uh, especially don't use the back USB ports and don't use rest mode, folks. Just turn that sucker off when you're done with it. And, you know, just, play. yeah. Play. Um, oh. And it's just funny because this is so I, I had a PS I got my PS4 at launch, not launch day. I, I got it within that launch couple of months. I was a, I told the story. It was a gift. It was Christmas. Um, and I didn't have any issues with that PS4 uh, till way down the line, like way down the line with that. Um, and I got a PS2. I got the fat PS2 back at launch. And I know there were some issues with that. I didn't have any of those issues. So I was confident as all heck that when I had the offer to get a PS5, I was like, Hell yeah, I'm getting that PS5 first. So first time ever having some launch issues. It's it's all good. Things could be worse. Uh, but yeah, so little things here and there. But uh, as a whole for playing games as it is made for, uh, it's been pretty great. And it looks uh, pretty pretty great on a 4K TV. Wow. So so that's my roller coaster of emotions. The bottom there. How to get a PS5 is someone who was trying to get the... The Walmart was doing the thing of every three hours they had launches on them on uh, I think it was last last uh, Friday I think um, and I tried twice and it was in my cart and then of course the whole website just completely collapses and then they they like tease you when it finally reloads you go they have like the little logo with the number one in the corner in the cart section you're like oh I must have got one. And then it goes, nope, item sold out. So if someone who has been promised a PS5 for Christmas at this point, what's the best way to get a PS5 by December 25th? In my opinion, because uh, I, I completely lucked out getting my PS5. It was 100% friend of a friend action, uh, just absolute luck. Uh, but if you are hunting for a PS5 this Christmas, my recommendation, and this goes hand in hand with how I got my first PS4, or how I got my PS4, excuse me, is is you gotta you just gotta be annoying as all hell to retailers. And as someone who's worked in the food industry and retail, I know that's not exactly something people want to hear, but that's it's it's one of those the greasy or sorry I already messed up the analogy the uh, the squeaky wheel gets the oil right so like the more you pester people, someone's gonna crack. At one point or another, someone's going to be cracking and be like, yeah, the shipment's coming in Thursday. Can you please leave me alone? God, go away. Go away. Like, please. Um, 
I, I, I honestly think to try and get it for Christmas, it's, it's just a matter of, uh, just, just absolutely annoying the hell out of people who work in the industry that might be able to leak the smallest bit of information. Cause I didn't even hear about the Walmart stuff until it was all done. I, I, I don't even know how people found out about that. Uh, I found out about it through a Google search and this one, I can't remember the name of the website. It was definitely like a gaming tech website that was like, if you want one today, here's what to do. And then Walmart at least had it nicely on their website layout. It was like, you can try it 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 6 p.m., 9 p.m. So like they at least had a healthy dose of it, but it's, and I've kind of talked to Brandon about this, you know, with the website we use for in-stock trades for comic books. This right. Year with the pandemic, we've seen, like, day one Marvel omnibuses just almost get completely wiped out. Oh, my on, God. On release day on IST. Um, and to, to the point where people are buying bots on it. Now, obviously, people are definitely going to use bots for PS5. But it, it's, it's kind of weird noticing how the pandemic is kind of everyone's a sneakerhead now. Where mm-hmm. we all just buy bots <laughs> to use to get the item that we want, whether it be for a gaming console, a pair of shoes, or a comic book. It's just kind of crazy at this point. I agree. It's crazy. Yeah, I I have a, um, I might have a lead. Uh, I might have a lead on something where, on Twitter, I know this one account, uh, Wario64, I know it's a ridiculous name, but he's very much like, has uh, lightning fast in terms of like, he'll post like, if something has an in stock or, or a deal for it, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you the heads up. It, it definitely seems like this is going to be a um, it's going to be a, a perilous uh, journey to get a PS5. This going to have to be like Let's Arnold see. Schwarzenegger and Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I have to, yeah, uh, steal one from my Bill Hartman's sons. <laughs> right. <laughs> that uh, that is. A fantastic reference that just puts you perfectly into this podcast right there. Boom. Instant like gold coin for you. Gold star. Brand, uh, I'm giving you a Brandon seal of approval on that one. Oh, I, I can go deeper. <laughs> Here, I'll tie it back with the comic <laughs> reference. Uh, my, my favorite uh, Easter egg in that movie. Uh, this is a total tangent, by the way. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> next time you watch Jingle All the Way, when they're in the toy store and... Uh, he runs Sinbad down with the little RC cars. Look up yeah. the shelf. You can see the Ghost Rider toys for the cartoon that was canceled. Uh, oh, shit. No way. Children. So you can see, like, that first batch of toys <laughs> for a TV show that never existed. That's wild. Wow. Well, I didn't know about the Easter egg, too. I didn't know about the Ghost Rider cartoon. That's, I didn't know about it either. That's, that's really cool. You ever watch the Fantastic Four cartoon? Ghost Rider comes in, and he gives Go- he gives Galactus the pennant stare. And that was kind of like the backdoor pilot for getting Ghost Rider a cartoon. Oh, wow. TV execs looked at it and was like, no, no, De- Demon of Hell, no, Vengeance, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, that's too too much, too high concept for, for children. Uh, yeah, that's and stuff instead like- now, I, I, I'm sure someone's working on Cosmic Ghost Rider instead, which is like thousands of leagues worse in every way of like rated R material, right? It's It's like, yeah interesting you bring him up because he has to have been one of the fastest debuts for a character to getting a marvel legends that i've ever seen because they they came out quickly with the the fighter and bike uh playset thing which was crazy here of the character's debut that was already out (laughs) right uh, your marvel legends guy uh 
I I dabble. Let's just put it that way. Like, I, there's no right. conceivable way I can buy toys and comic books anymore. So, like, once like, I'll book. always peruse uh, when the, when they're coming out, and then I'll I still being a kid at heart. I don't know if you guys do this, but like, if I'm at Target or Walmart or something, like, I'll probably wander into the toy store and just I want to look at the Marvel Legends figures that I can't afford right. because they're like twenty five <laughs> every single time. <laughs> I. I did manage to pick up the the 80th anniversary Iron Man uh, that was oh, experienced wow. at a Target for like 12 bucks. Damn, and that is one of cool. the most beautiful figures that I've ever seen for that amount of money. That's fantastic. The uh, the 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 last Marvel Legends I picked up that I well that's not true, but the last one that I was like proud of that I picked up <laughs> was I got Agent Venom. Uh, whenever that came out, and that was a hunt a to get. To find. Yeah, that was a it was a Walgreens exclusive, if I remember oh, correctly. Walgreens oh, exclusive because for some reason Walgreens is your all go to for your exclusive figures. Right, the best the best exclusives are always at Walgreens because right. that makes it. <laughs> I I would berate this Walgreens nearby I, on phone every week. I I told this is folks. If you want a PS5, this is what you gotta do. I would call the Walgreens every week and be like, hey. Uh, so this Venom figure is supposed to come out, and like the the different people that would answer, it was so funny. Like someone would answer and be like, "What's a Venom?" And I was like, "You know what Spider Man is? It's a black version with a white spider." And like I I I had to go through so much. And then the like I said, the funniest part was I never even ended up getting it. My brother found it before me, and I had to like pay him to get it for me, which was great. Oh, it's one of my favorites though. Um. And then the the last the the current one that I've been eyeing up that I haven't gotten because now I'm at that point that Mike just described where it's like I'm not sure if I can justify this, but I want the Venom movie Venom so badly, <laughs> the Marvel Legends movie Venom. Ooh, I know, they're, I know they're doing movie X Men now, which is crazy. Right, I saw that. Uh, are they doing the? Uh... And made series figures. Those are like, uh, man. that's part of the retro line. Like it's, oh. I mean, it's the big boy version of what those figures would have been. Um, <laughs> like I put it, like they did, they did one for the Spider-Man cartoon too. That looks right. like the packaging from the show, but it's like it's still your oh, standard six-inch Marvel Legends figure. Um, right. The Spider-Man in that one looks great though. I really should get. I I need a good Spider. Need a good Spider-Man. I I listen. I. I don't really have any like Spider-Man merch or anything around. I mean, it's it's not like I have anything like particularly to, to oh, whatever. Uh, I never. had that pillow as a kid. <laughs> I got that pillow for, for audience members. I I have a Spider-Man pillow, which is his face on it, and and it it looks like the 1960s uh, Spider-Man meme face. It's just like him staring at you. He just looks really aggressive. But I, I love it. It's like one of my favorite pillows. I got I got I think my my nana got it for me for, from like a yard sale. I always appreciate that. All right, but. I am gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here, and we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring us back just quite a bit. This is the caffeine co-op way, though. We are right on track with being not on track. This conversation, like, like Gwen Stacy. Ooh, Ooh, too soon, too soon. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna throw it to Mike, being the guest, and I'm gonna make Brandon sit there in the corner and wait. And uh, Mike, what have you been playing besides uh, to to the listeners that are still somehow with us? 
no, uh, just kidding. Uh, Mike will be reviewing the Avengers game for us a little in a little bit. So besides the Avengers, Mike, what have you been playing? I should start by saying I haven't played Avengers in like two weeks. So. Oh, wow. that's perfect. That's great. That's a, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so I've kind of, it, I guess it kind of, to make a long story short, I was preparing for Cyberpunk to have come out by now. So I, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. but, and then I heard, I, then I kind of found out that I'm getting a PlayStation 5, hopefully by Christmas. So I guess, all right, I'm just, going and then you know also the delay happened so i was like okay i'm not playing that until i get a ps5 now anyway right um but i you know i'd like to be saying i'd be playing that right now but i'm kind of like uh a complete add when it comes to playing games right now (laughs) so i've i've been trying to go back and play god of war on a new game plus i just started that oh wow uh, but i hate replaying the beginnings of games so like that game is like it's awesome, but like it's like walk fifteen feet. Here's a cutscene. Walk ten right. feet. <laughs> it's, it's one of the main reasons why I probably won't ever go play uh, The Last of Us again, just because that yes. beginning tutorial section is so hard to get through if you've already played it again. Um, but also, I, I was kind of feeling in the Star Wars mood. So on my Switch, I have Jedi Outcast. So I've been playing that. I've kind of been quiet, like slowly playing all of that through quarantine. And then on my GameCube, I've been trying to go back and play Rogue Squadron 2. So nice. Oh. Now, and then also my safety game. I don't know if you ever have, like, a game to play when you're just trying to, like, you, like what, when, uh, you also want to watch a TV show. I play a lot of NCAA 14, so I've also Perfect. been playing that. Yes. What? Playing that That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. NCAA 14, is that, uh, is that 360 or PS3, something like that? That's on a 360. So that, yeah, it was the final, the final college football game. That was the yeah that that was, uh, that's that's a that's a snag right there. Don't you ever let that go anywhere. No, I mean if I'm ever in a pinch for money, I might have to sell it because you can get like 90 bucks for that game I, now because it, I, I was gonna say I, I probably be close to 100. Like that's that's Brandon. I don't know if you know, it, but so so what happened was NCAA, which is college football, used to. Make just like Madden and everything, and they stopped. The last year they did it was 14. And it is it is maybe, I don't, I don't know, one of the best-rated football games ever made. In, in terms of AI blocking, it, it's my favorite running experience with a It's It doesn't have the fun factor of the, you know, the old previous games of, uh, like, the Road to Glories where you would get have to actually, like, take your midterm exams and try to make your GPA... Um, and the recruiting is kind of scaled down, but like for what it is, it's still, you know, on a gameplay level, it's still one of the most satisfying um, college football games ever made. And the, I, I'd say the last good, e, like the last great EA sports game. Wow. Damn. Mike, can you give us your best EA sports? It's in the game. EA sports. It's in the microtransactions. <laughs> <laughs> most accurate version. Yeah. It's, Damn. Uh, Got him. Got him. <laughs> Get All right. Back. Well, anything else to add before we throw it to Brandon? Uh, no, that's that's all I have. All right. Brandon, my friend, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? I'm, I'm going to tell you. I've been playing. I've been playing the Miles Morales. And I've been playing the hell out of it. And it's fucking great. That game is fantastic. It's it's. 
it's spectacular i would say uh it's it it gets the qualifier amazing it gets um all the other titles spider-man has had over the years i'm not going to go through them uh i would say it's superior to the other one but i don't know i I feel like i'm caught in a web of spider-man puns now Good thing I'm I'm in a friendly neighborhood, so I think this works out pretty well. Um, <laughs> that might have been the best and also worst pun yet. Was that 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 friendly neighbor? You, you, you sold it for yourself, done. You put the nail right in the coffin. Just, it was the penultimate one. Now I just got to think about the ultimate one. Uh, you the, know, I you know what? I was like waiting for ultimate all to somehow because you got like three of the seven. <laughs> it's getting close. It's I mean I'm I think it it works out because but if I'm getting some help here, so it 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 feels like a, a true. Marvel team up. I think that's a great way of like uh, I mean, feeling out how to describe. Cut. It's tangential. <laughs> that one isn't a Spider-Man book. I'll give that one to you though. <laughs> and I think that's all the ones I can think of on hand. Uh... <laughs> so, so to to kind of go in there with you, uh, Miles Morales. Do you do you actually think that's? But uh, you have also not finished the campaign yet, have you? I am about. Uh, Maybe five hours in. I'm a little about two hours past uh, when you get the when you actually get the the mile suit, like his true suit. Um, in terms of the campaign, there's a moment that it builds up to, and you you get the suit. It's a great moment. It's actually it, one of the coolest scenes in recent games. I think it's it's something that like I hadn't. They they just they do something very particular. I haven't really seen games do before, but I think it's a really good choice in terms of narrative and also just in gameplay. You just like you feel better when you have this suit. Does the Jaden Smith song play it all in the game that he recorded for the game, or is that just for the commercial and marketing? It hmm. did it play during that, that moment? Yeah, he has the earbuds uh, when he right. his ass down. So I'm wondering if they integrated that. Uh, that there's more of a music-based uh, kind of... Because I haven't played the game yet. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for it right. when I have a PlayStation 5. Uh, but like I know leading into... Sorry, by the way, just completely cutting in here, but I know like yeah, the, great. Yeah. With, the, with the tagline of the, the PS4 game was Be Greater, and this one is Be Yourself, which I'm, I really love yes. the, the taglines for both games. Um, it seems that with Miles, they're really leaning into the Be Yourself with the the very hardcore like kind of pivot to like this is Miles's game and you are not right. playing reskinned pure at all. And there's a right. very fundamental difference even when it like the style look at um Yeah, think... to th- to that aspect, I I got to say I I think they do a fantastic job of like you really get into Miles's shoes, uh pun intended. Um but you really like you really get into his like mindset of he is Spider-Man like like that is a major point in the first couple hours is he's not the other Spider-Man. He's not the, the kid. Spider. he is Spider-Man. And um, I, I got to say from uh, I think I'm a couple of hours behind Brandon in the story, maybe only an hour or so at this point. But I, I really like it. And I don't know if I'd say I, I don't know. It's tough. The, the thing about the. 2018 spider-man that was really fantastic was how they did an original twist on such a classic take right like like the diff like the way they brought in the sinister six the way you get dr octavius it's all so unique and it's so well done um what was that like i was gonna say they hard of ice uh 
Doc Ock, <laughs> like uh, Batman the Animated Series did for yeah. Mr. Freeze. They did the same to, to Otto, where you didn't really want to fight Otto at the end of it. But you yeah. had to. Exactly. It, it, it really, like that game, like no joke, is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's hard to say at this point because I haven't finished Miles Morales, but it's really on pace to be at least equal, if not greater, in my opinion. That's, yeah. That's really fun to hear, considering, like, I thought that I, I don't know if this is a sacrilegious thing to say, but I, I think, <laughs> as I've more recently played Spider-Man 2 on, on a GameCube, I, originally, when I, when I was a kid, I played it on the PS2, like, that game's hard to go back and replay, because it's so different from what we're used to. Yeah, it right. that factor to it. But I, it, for me personally, Spider-Man 2018 or Marvel Spider-Man, whatever you want to call it, the PS4 one, um, definitely surpassed the greatness that was Spider-Man 2. And I know some people hold Ultimate Spider-Man as kind of like a 1A to a 1B um, in that camp there. But it, which I, I like the Ultimate Spider-Man game as well. I never yeah. beat it, though. Um, but no, it looks, to me, 2018's was, not only was it, like, I think the best Spider-Man game, but also... Uh, it was my favorite Spider-Man movie. Can I can I say it was my favorite Spider-Man movie? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It was it was my favorite uh, adaptation of it because it was Peter. Like I, I'm so bored of high school Peter. So like yeah. getting Peter in his early 20s, kind of where we're all at in ages. Well, I'm 25. So. Um, mid early to mid 20s um and then like there's a mission in that game where you have to like call uh different trash trucks to get their stuff after uh, you've been evicted from your apartment that's like the most spider-man thing ever yeah yeah <laughs> it's intense it, it, it's just it, it definitely feels like it's it's one of my favorite spider-man stories in general too i think it's just like in terms of what they're able to accomplish and uh, not to siphon off what, <laughs> what we were just saying but it definitely feels like it really puts the stakes up for his personal life and his life as Spider-Man where it's like, there's so much at stake with Aunt May and it's definitely like, this is, it's one of those stories I feel like you can only really tell in a standalone or, um, offshoot kind of universe. Cause like we, we finally get, I almost said something and it sounded really morbid. (laughs) I was like, we finally get, Aunt May dying. That that makes it sound like I'm like, oh yeah, we're getting Aunt May. <laughs> Aunt May's Sitting over there. Rub my hands together. Kill her off like four times. Every, I don't know. <laughs> every couple years, they're just like, we're gonna get her. We're gonna get her. And then they. She's yeah. got cancer right now in the current book. Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah. Man, yeah. Venom's had Venom has just taken all my attention away from Spider-Man in comics <laughs> in the past. I don't know, two or three years. Check out, check out the Nick Spencer run, man. I really, it, I, in my opinion, best Spider-Man run of the past decade. As someone who didn't like the Slash run, I whoa! Really all right, that's a take, oh. and I feel like I gotta go. I'm gonna go on Comicsology right now. <laughs> Wait for a sale. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm not a Comicsology right news, Brandon. So it's like when when doing that show, it was like it. It's like oh, I guess Spider-Man's just every week now. Right. <laughs> it's that's wild. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's um. It, it, it's it's great because I feel like we're in 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 such a good renaissance of Spider-Man where you can have the comics, you can have the games, like especially with, with these games. Like I think they they really they're really accomplished and. 
in making it their own, even with 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 Peter Parker Spider Man, it's like that, that. I feel like that was a good statement on the character and a good reminder that Christos Gage is like probably one of the best Spider Man writers uh, of all time, <laughs> like very underrated. Uh, but that dude knows his shit, and I feel like especially in terms of pushing Spider Man forward, I feel like that this is this feels like one of the, one of the more refreshing reboots for that and this was one i'm like made me really excited about seeing what the rest of this world uh in terms of spider-man and his story like going forward is gonna be like especially the ending to the 2018 spider-man i thought that was like a really great stinger in terms of like all right here's the shit that's coming and it's it's gonna be big like this is gonna be some intense uh and like this is gonna be intense story coming up that I'm really excited to see how they how they handle and like what they can really do with it. And I think especially uh, in terms of like they probably have like a blank check in terms of budget. Where that's oh, what I'm hoping. Point. The the last one sold um, all of the copies uh, <laughs> forever. Basically, <laughs> I looked it up last night. They sold like 13 million copies, which is great because I love that game. <laughs> from, from... I I mean I mean to be fair, like in in like to defend your statement right there. The PS5 is backwards compatible with the PS4. Absolutely zero reason for me to do it, but I still bought the version that came with the remaster to Spider-Man because I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll take a more HD Spider-Man and play it again. Like, right. it's so good. That's why it's just it, – it, it, and you're absolutely right, man, with the story. And, and Mike, you, you were saying it too. Like, like <laughs> they've been trying to properly kill Aunt May forever, right? And uh, that game does it in a way that, like I, – I mean, to say – Killing a character is perfect, but it was perfect. Like it was, it was. It was an earned death, I think. Too. Yeah. Yes. Especially with the way like they build up to it with Peter wanting to help her, you know, and and he's still Spider Man, still trying not to let her like know, and she's just like, just take the mask off, like you stupid little idiot. I got you. Like like everything about that scene was phenomenal, and even going backwards a little bit to the Doc Ock fight. You you didn't want to fight Doc Ock like you liked Doc Ock, and that's one of the reasons. And I haven't heard the greatest things about Spider Geddon, but I really liked that. I I know Spider Man from PS4 shows up in that, and that Superior or Doc Ock Spider Man, whatever he is at that point, he like interacts with him, and Peter's like having a hard time like contemplating a different Doc Ock because Doc Ock had such oh. a great impact on him in the in 2018, and, and right. I I don't know, it was phenomenal and and that's what it, like to kind of bring it back like miles morales like i it's the game so far is just on pace to be very similar in its uniqueness and it's it's uh, uh good writing to be frank right i think i think that's a really good point especially in terms of the game i think it's made a really good impression on me i really like what they're doing it's not a repeat the 2018 no. game way different uh a lot of fun uh but especially like it's living up to its slogan be yourself where it's very heavily music there's some really great there's like some little touches where when you'll come out of a mission and you're you're back into just swinging around before you start swinging you'll you'll just hear like some beats come in and it's really good little touches like dun, 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 dun. it's just like it's just really good unique little bits that really make sense for the character of Miles. Like, I think especially in 2018 Spider-Man, you would have that, like, theme song would come in or that, like, the orchestral music. And 
that makes sense for Peter Parker. It makes sense for like the idea of Spider-Man, but it's a great way of like making uh, an, like a new generation of. I, I feel I feel especially after like Into the Spider Verse the movie like there's a I I can imagine there's like a legion of like hun- hungry fans for for Miles that like this is a great game for them that's like oh right, here is your Spider Man I know that's like that might be a controversial statement but I think everyone has their versions of of like a lot of characters like there are people like you know I grew up with a c- certain Batman and then like there are there are kids who grew up with and God forgive them. I hope they have a great life. Uh, they grew up with Ben Affleck, Batman. I hope we, I'm a little worried. They might like turn out to be like serial killers. I don't know. That's like what I imagine that that movie will have its effect on people. We can only but, hope that flash, uh, flashpoint fixes it just a smidge. <laughs> right. Just a <laughs> tweak. Did, uh, did you hear Zack Snyder's, uh, statement? Apparently was it today? Journal reports today is that he wanted his Justice League cut to be two parts, all in black and white. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, oh, okay. it's the, the biggest indie film. Who thinks he's full of himself? Thing ever. I don't have an arm uh, arm long enough to make the jerk off motion that I need to for that statement. <laughs> Just, like, I don't God know. If damn. You, I don't know if I sent you the article, but apparently they only shot four minutes of new footage. So great, oh, right. seventy million yeah, dollars for four minutes of new footage. Is that uh, Justice or sorry, <laughs> Snyder's Justice League is something I kept trying to like, and and I know I've talked about it on here before. I keep trying to be like, I am genuinely interested in what's going to happen, but every time Zack Snyder actually says something about it, I care less and less. Like, right. like whenever he opens his mouth, it's like. Oh, you're still an asshole. You're the person making it. Shit. Yeah, it's it's definitely that feeling of like pure regret. Uh, so, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> with uh, with Miles, it's a great game. I'm super excited to see what the rest of it. Hopefully, by the next, the, the, hopefully by the next episode, I'll be able to finish the story, be able to have that out of the way, and kind of see and then get back to some other stuff. But it's it's definitely it's a great game, and it supports my thesis. I've been thinking about that. I think especially video games should focus on. Uh, Maybe like one particular character, so trying to do a lot, and we'll we'll get back to that. I think we we'll have a good discussion regarding that for uh, like similar ideas when we're in because we need to talk about something. We need to talk about something very in particular that I've been dying to hear because with me here today, with me, I I got sixty smackers just waiting to be spent on something. Just uh, yeah, I, I got them for. Never mind how I got them. I just I have them in my hand right now, and I'm gonna ask Mike right now: Should I spend these sixty bones, these sixty shells, in my pocket on Avengers? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come like I was. (laughs) So, Mike, what I'm going to ask of you, please, for us. me and Brandon, as well as the audience this time, neither of us have played the Avengers yet. I have been on record very excited to play this game and just haven't. I actually was waiting to get... They they had originally said they were going to make a PS5, Xbox series. Uh, I, I don't know if they call them remastered or they were just re-releasing them. And I was waiting for the version of the games. So, you know, whether it's 60 or $70. But basically, we haven't played this game. I was looking forward to this game. Mike... Tell us everything you want to say about Marvel's The Avengers by Square Enix. 
Uh, give us your pros, your cons. Give us a uh, whenever you're ready. Give us your rating out of ten, and uh, yeah, tell us uh, how you feel about it. So I, I, I should preface this by saying, by no means am what I consider myself. This is going to sound so stupid. Like a big gamer. Like in, in college, I had was busy, and like most of the games that I would have played, I'm I'm now catching back up on after getting. I got a PlayStation Four. Like, I bought with, like, money I got from Christmas back in, like, after my, maybe my junior year of college. Uh, oh. So I've been taking time and, you know, catching up on other games. Now, I definitely got Spider-Man and Red Dead 2. Those were the two games that I think probably pulled me back into focusing more on current games. But, hmm. like, I've also gone back and I've played God of War. I played the Uncharted. Um, I did play The Last of Us. Um, so, like, all those big games that, I guess, kind of the few years, generation that I missed on, I've kind of caught up. Uh, I played the beta on this with some friends, and the con- the cons- <laughs> uh, you know the I-, I think the we all agreed that okay this was fun we're definitely going to get this and then this is where I think things got lost in translation where I took it as and now they'll say if they listen to this they'll say no we didn't say we were getting it on launch day I took it as we were all getting it on launch day <laughs> so I got it on launch day. And it was kind of just a downhill thing from the start because launch day had a 10, 10 gigabyte patch. So Oof. I couldn't even play the thing on launch day waiting for the thing to download. Yeah. Because I had bad internet. So, all right, boom, strike one there. Um, they eventually got it and then they, they played it. And, like, we have played a couple times together. But so I, in, in, let's start with the pros because there's less. Um <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, I enjoy the combat. Like I, they they've at least succeeded in every Avenger plays differently, and they do feel different to play as. Like Hulk does not feel like the same as playing as Captain America or Thor, Iron Man, or Black Widow. Right. They all feel unique, and they all have cool move sets. Like they all have cool combos you can do, but also at the same time, hitting Square or X five times is going to do the same amount of damage. Is that cool combo you just tried to pull off? And because there's so many around on screen, most of the time guaranteed you're not going to pull off that cool combo because you're going to get phantom shot by something halfway across the map. And then I I don't, I'm I'm sure you guys have seen the litany of issues this thing has had. It's, uh, you know, it just stalls out. It, there, there, I, I clear frame drops, texture issues. Arguably is one of the worst looking games on this current generation. Oh my like, god! I don't think you can dispute that. Uh, when Captain America's A on his helmet or mask is not is like messed up, not good. Or like the wow. World War Two outfit he has, um, it's like droopy face. Uh, I did <laughs> like the campaign in the parts where it felt like the campaign that was supposed to be, and then it, as it opens up, it's just the oh. multiplayer. Like, the game starts with you on A-Day as, like, young Kamala Khan. Uh, yeah. All going to the different areas of the Avengers. Like, that felt really, really cool. Like, when Cap, when, you, like, you meet Thor for the first time as, like, little Kamala, like, that was really, really awesome. Like, when Cap, when you meet Cap, like, that that felt like you were living out, like, if they're, you know, they're building it. But, like, if you were at, like, Disney's version of, uh, you know, the Avengers campus that they're building... And you're like a six, right. seven year old kid, and you meet the Captain America, you know, person that you know at the fair is playing as Captain America. 
it'll it that's how it should feel um <laughs> right. like that's really and they kind of cle- they, they kind of you know introduce some of the combat in there uh cleverly um as the game opens up though it's just doing the same litany of things like there's no real variation in it and zach and brandon i want you to name just take 10 15 seconds name as many avengers villains as you can now try to i guess i say avengers villains but really because we've learned that square enix and crystal dynamics had uh, to what they've said all 80 years of marvel's history at their disposal really no bets were off so right. go ahead, take 15 to 10 seconds, name as many Marvel villains as you possibly can. Okay. Alright, first one is uh, Kang the Conqueror. I'm always a big Kang for Avengers. Took mine, yeah. Ha! Loki. Uh, Thanos. Uh, <laughs> Scrolls. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, uh, I keep thinking of the Hickman guys, but I don't actually know what their names are, so that's probably a bad take. Emilio the Builders. And- yeah, the builders. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deep cut. Those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking around room to see. Yeah. Um, Modok. I mean, yeah. That's well, Modok that's because the... that's it. Yeah. Yeah, he's the <laughs> that's big the one. Boss. That's not quite. Yeah. So is uh, Modok the main villain? I, I'm not even going to say yes because their main <laughs> villain is kind of this other scientist that works with Modok called Monica. Uh, I think Monica Rappaccini is her name. She's an OC character, and me and my friends, she's so kind of disposable um, that me and my friends just go, just keep calling her like Monica Nespresso, and then just throw <laughs> yeah. all, like presented by Avengers, curated by George, like just because like because <laughs> there's like this whole clone aspect to the game where that's why you can keep fighting the same villains as many times because right. apparently aim is got the DNA to clone. So you think... Okay. I mean, I, I'll spoil it for you, because it cares about <laughs> yeah, it's, this... It's fine. ...aimless, essential scientist, because she's your... She's supposed to be, like, the endgame material person you're still going after. Huh. Um, so, like, Modok, like, kills her, but then it's revealed that, oh, she's still alive because she cloned herself somewhere, and, oh, okay, she's the big bad you'll face in the endgame content that doesn't exist. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys rifled off some villains. So let me tell you what super villains are in the game. Oh, oh, I got one more. I was, okay. I was having a Madam Hydra. Just throwing Madam Hydra is a great villain uh, that definitely could could lead our own DLC. Uh, <laughs> okay. So here's the and, and if you played the beta, you by the way you've played two of the three boss fights. Um, Yikes! In the beta. Yeah. So you fight Buddy. Taskmaster in the A day, and then you fight. Right. Uh, is Hulk, you fight Abomination. And then, oh, I'm not cool. going to include Warship and Warbot and Monica's mech suit as actual supervillains, even though they are boss fights, but those aren't real supervillains. Um, and then the last one is you fight Modok. So, 80 years of history on the table, three supervillains. Excuse me? Three, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's reiterate that. Three supervillains... Two of which were really just single villains, not Avengers villains. Because Taskmaster, I guess Taskmaster maybe, but really. Taskmaster is an Avengers villain. He debuted in Avengers. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so Taskmaster. But, like, I wouldn't put Abomination as an Avengers villain. No, he's a Hulk villain. He's a Hulk villain. A good Hulk villain, but, like. And then MODOK. And then MODOK. (laughs) All right. 
I'll give him. All right, he's an Avengers villain, even though he's he, he's a uh, taken on Cap and uh, Iron Man alone. Modok yeah. to me uh, is he's the villain you start the game off with, and then you lead into the real villain, right? Like, right. But uh, but that's not the case, is what you're telling me. No, and it's funny that Brandon said scrolls because other than that, you're just fighting nameless robots and troopers of different variation types, like. You could just like use scrolls as also like just to give me something different to punch. Yeah, yeah. Like, it it is so massively disappointing, and I think the 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 easy um, comparison is uh, Ultimate Alliance, the first Ultimate Alliance. Right, uh, sure. Because I think that game did such a great job of. Now, obviously, that game was building off of the X Men Legends games. It was still Raven Software. It was still. You know, that was the logical next step. We've done the X-Men, and even, like, X-Men Legends 2 threw in, like, Iron Man at the end. So, like, they, they right. kind of, like, teased you with what they could do, and then uh, it was on steroids for what you got in Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> and, you know, the Ultimate Alliance, you start on the Hela character, and then uh, Doctor Doom's your big bad guy. Okay, Doctor Doom's great for the big bad guy. He brings in all the Masters of Evil. That game came out, I think, in, like, 2005, and Winter Soldier, who is just introduced, is a villain in that game. Right. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I kind of forgot Doctor Doom there, which is a good Avengers villain. Kind of like well, same level as Loki. Yeah. I, I always take him as more Fantastic Four. But oh, like, no, no, still, no. He absolutely great, is. He yeah, absolutely like, great I was like his Loki. main. Yeah. He's definitely like, uh, like who who's he pissed off at? Like, also the world. Like, more so, Reed. But that's besides the point. Yeah, it's yeah. like. Him, him and Red Skull are, are good, like, you need big villains, like, you, you go to them. Yep. But, like, so, like, looking at Ultimate Alliance, like, Ultron, Loki, Enchantress. Let's get Ultron. Uh, <laughs> the Mandarin was in that game. We, Rhaegar, we both like, forgot Ultron. <laughs> yeah, well, all, that was at the time before Ultron was really, like, because the movie had was, like, a decade away, but, like, so right. Ultron was in that game. Um, Loki That's was also crazy. in that game. Yeah. Uh, so at least to go the Avengers uses Loki yep. in Thor's little stupid two mission. Every hero has like these two things called iconic missions, which are supposed to be right. missions just fo- functioning on them. And they they're really like a backdoor tease to, ooh, here's what DLC content we could do. <laughs> like Thor's is right. like a setup for Loki because there's some other guy masquerading as Thor. And he's like, uh, he mm. puts a stop to him. Oh, do you get to fight this fake Thor? No, he just calls himself back up to Asgard, and it's left as, oh, that's Loki, and maybe you'll get to fight him. So, right. going into the the current issues we're seeing, um, I think Black Panther was supposed to be the first DLC character, or it was right. supposed to be Hawkeye. Now, understandably, they delayed um, Black Panther and the Wakanda raid, and we they were like, okay, we're going to give you Kate Bishop now. And right. that was back in September, and I think Kate was supposed to come out in October, and then yeah. they pushed it to definitely November, and now it, and then I guess they did a, a live chat with one of the devs, and it was, okay, definitely Kate is coming by the end of the year, and oh, now wow. I'm hearing that it might not even be end of the year. Now, putting your speculated Oops. hat on, it looks like Clint Hawkeye, it definitely was at least done, because it seemed like he was supposed to be the first one. Right, and like I think they because I feel like they talked about him first in terms of like who was coming, and then, and then they mentioned Kate, 
and then they mentioned Spider-Man, and there's been rumors about Black Panther too. So it's like, I really don't even know if if I was playing Avengers, I would like to know a better roadmap to what's coming up. So I feel like there is just kind of a mystery. It's like, what's coming up in Avengers? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Like I don't fucking know what's coming at all. Like it's. I I feel like Brandon that it's it's actually. It's it's like uh it's that Square Enix issue, right? Like it's like you right. don't know what's coming. They probably they're they're also like uh we don't know what's coming right now. Well, my right. theory is that Kate's not even finished, and they're just building her from scratch. Oh wow, I can and see that. Yeah, that's why they keep pushing back. Man. I mean, I and and I like like I I like Kate and Bishop. She's one of my favorite characters. Like she's awesome, and I would like to play as her. Um, but like. It would just be nice to know, like, more in terms of, like, what's coming down the road, especially. But, but Brandon, also from the standpoint of DLC characters for a game, it it looks like regardless at this point, your first two characters are going to be Hawkeye 1 and Hawkeye 2. Right. (laughs) Does that instill any any real confidence of, of, of excitement here? Like... So what you're saying is we're going to get the DLC 3 character is probably Barney, his brother. We're gonna get uh, okay three. Yeah, okay. So good. Yeah, uh, I feel like the only justification in this is, and this isn't true justification, but if you release Clint and K Bishop at the same time, like that's you're getting like one Hawkeye pack. Like that would kind of be okay, but based be- off of what yeah. they've gone through, I don't think that's it at all. Well, it, can we come out and say that games as a service don't work? Like ninety six percent of the player base for this thing has dropped off. And I think yeah. it's like a sixty million dollar loss at this point too. Yeah, that's. I wanted to talk about that. I I I forget. It. I've read between sixty and seventy million dollar loss. Like it's this is a hit for Square for sure. And and I uh, I it's kind of like, I think it's shame, but I also think it's kind of the kick in the pants Square Enix needed because this game was that classic. They announced it with nothing, and then they were like, oh, but we promise we're going to show you more at such a date. And then that date came, and they had nothing ready. And they then five year development cycle, but not for a second do I believe this thing was. I, I think they had a there was a five year development, but for this current iteration, it's probably like two years. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I I agree. I think this went through development hell, which I think Square Enix has a bad history of kind of going through lately, and yeah, it's kind of a shame. I don't like. I don't. I I like Square Enix. I like a lot of their products, but. I'd rather a good Avengers game come out than see them continue to botch something, you know? Um, I actually, Mike, had a question for you that I I genuinely don't know the answer to. And I I actually, this maybe this is a spoiler, but correct me if I'm wrong. Is Ant-Man in this game? Hank Pym is in this game. Okay, but he's not playable, correct? No, which is weird because the very first character they teased was him? him with a giant shrink gun. Yes. yes. That's what I was like. We keep talking about DLC characters, which the other thing I just wanted to real quick add to that was I feel like the DLC char- besides Miss Marvel, the DLC characters for this game are more interesting than basically the whole main <laughs> cast. But that right. aside... I remember in the first trailer seeing Hank Pym, and since launch, I, I've just seen nothing about it, and I was like, it, is he not in the game? It, it's it's kind of funny. Like, he's definitely in the game. You Hulk and Kamala find him. He's hiding out in, like, the desert. 
um, and he has something called the Hive, the ant, the or no, the Ant Hill, and it's kind of like one of the other auxiliary huh. bases you can kind of go and hang out to in. Right. But then because everything is empty, like you know, there's like five different types of currency in this game, and then there's vendors out the wazoo, um, and like normally if you're if you're on like the helicarrier or something, and like if you're walking, if you're playing as anyone, if you walk past one of the other Avengers, you can talk a little bit of something to them. Wouldn't you think if you're walking around as Iron Man or or Bruce Banner, like you could talk with Hank? No, he just kind of stands there, so it's like he's there. And then they do the same thing with like Jimmy Woo is down in the helicarrier. Oh shit! Like Jimmy Woo is one of the Howling Commandos. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And it looks like thought. apparently in Shield Substation Zero, Dum Dum Dugan is there, and he apparently addresses every Avenger but Captain America. And it's just like, what are we? What? Like, what is this game? <laughs> God, that's like the one. To, if you were to ask, like a, a defining aspect of Dum Dum Dugan, it'd be like he's like yeah, he's he's tight with like Nick Fury and Cap. Like that's a big part of his character. That's something. Well, and Especially for for a layman like 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 uh, who just knows like the movies like Dum Dum Dugan was in Captain America like you would assume they talked to each other. Some point, yeah, maybe bad blood. I don't know. Something happened between them. Yeah, I think I read something. It was Dum Dum Dugan. um, I know it was Cap. He um, he borrowed like. Days of Thunder on DVD, and then she, he just never gave it back, and then he might have lost it, and he's like, I, I really don't want to talk to him. It's going to be like a whole thing. He's going to ask me, and then it's going to, he's just, he's kind of a, he, he doesn't lend out movies anymore. It's a, it, it was a, it was a deleted scene I forgot to mention about, about the game. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Days of Thunder yeah, <laughs> it was like I was trying to think of like what he would be into, what what he would be watching. I don't know. I think with uh, Cat, well, that makes sense for for Thor. Maybe he was like, "Wait a minute, I want <laughs> I want to see what this movie is about." Um, but this is, I mean, there yeah, is like kind fun. of fun Easter eggs in the game, but it's also like empty at the same time. You're just gonna keep doing the same things, and then when the grind starts, like right. I I got Cap to I I maxed him out at like the 150 level cap. Wow. So, I'm sorry, what? Uh, so, also, yeah, I guess to say that the, each character has, there's two things for branching. There's levels, and then there's power level. Power level is based on the gear you're wearing. Um, level is just, you know, your standard skill trees, and, you know, you can cap that once you get to 50. It doesn't take long to level up. It takes right. a long time to get to power level 150. And if Square wasn't, like, consistently, you know, dropping we're sorry uh, um, packages. I probably wouldn't have gotten capped to 150. I was like stuck at 148 for a while. Right. Um, and that was me trying to get enjoyment out of it by like doing every mission possible. But like right. once I've done that, like I don't want to do it all again with like Hulk and Iron. Like I at yeah. least tried to get everyone to like level 50 so I could do all the moves. But like right. I was not going to sit there and uh, you know go all the way through and grind to get everyone to power level 150. That's insanity to me like and with games as a service me and my other friends are talking about this we're like at that point the game becomes a job and that's no longer fun yeah yeah uh, especially on and get my two hours of event like no yeah that's god that, ma- that makes me also kind of worried about suicide squad and 
Gotham Knights. Like I think that's a uh, this might Gotham not Knights work out. Weird because I think I I don't know if I was talking with you about this or someone else. But you Gotham might have been, Knights yeah. is weird in the fact that they introduced four playable characters, but it's only two player co op. That yeah. baffles like, me. That's in a, age. That is that's interesting. interesting. I don't know. I'm, it's it's just a bummer. It just feels like I don't. I I want these games to be good, and I I really wish they were. But I don't know if this. I don't know if games as a service works for these kinds of games or the, the I people. Don't games I don't as a service works. That's actually yeah. That's probably a better way to put it. Yeah. Like I think. I, yeah, I, I can't really name it. Like I guess this, is this year's anthem. Oh yeah! Oh, oh God! Oh, Jesus. Does your score a one? <laughs> I mean, you can't dispute it at this point. It's lost $60 million. 96% of its player base is gone. <laughs> and and when going back to the roadmap comment, I think, you know, this is me talking with other friends and taking their ideas so I sound smarter. But, you know, <laughs> Anthem released the roadmap, and then they're, you know, they kind of knew continually they weren't going to hit those dates, and they pushed it back. Right. The old salvage Square hat, Square and Crystal Dynamics has at this point is not releasing a roadmap, and just kind of slyly being like, well, we hope it's around this point you get it, because the minute you release, release a roadmap, okay, then you're hard dating yourself. Yeah. And that was their big issue yeah. with this game uh, in development, because they released a roadmap of dates for tr- just simply trailers and information drop that they could not deliver on. Yeah. Um, I, I did. Year I, developed. Easily another year. Ah, uh, that yeah. is that is rough. That sucks. So, a couple of questions, Mike. Uh, one, again, this is a correct me if I'm wrong situation. So, as of now, there's been no DLC characters yet released. Correct. No, I think the the most we've gotten is Shield Substation Zero with something called Tachyon. I haven't even played. It. I was like, I this is just different <laughs> skin levels again. Right. Like no. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. Yeah. And then, so the other question I had was based off of your talk of the level grinding system. Is Cap your favorite one to play as? Yeah, that was the, the, my main was going to probably be Cap because he's my he's my favorite of the core Avengers. So like. Okay. Right. I, I gotta say, like I said, it felt good. Like, throwing the shield around felt really fun. Uh, right. Everyone plays fun. There, there's a good game buried under a pile of doo-doo. Um, like, you can tell, like, the single-player, more-based missions when you're playing, like, at the beginning of the game with Hulk and Kamala are really good and structured well. And then as you keep right. going on the game just completely breaks down to where it's like, all right, this is what the rest of the game's going to be. And I think the clash of cultures definitely happened there where they wanted a single player engagement experience. And then they went, we can monetize this and make it uh, a game as a service, which, okay. On a, on a level of market, something as a service. Now Anthem to me was just like, Oh, okay. Everyone has a nameless Iron Man suit and that could be fun. I'm not going to say it possibly wasn't going to be, with this, it's it seemed you know as an all as a pretty you know solid idea. You're working with, I, I I'm gonna at least my opinion here state that you're working with the biggest money generating IP in the world right now, which is the yes. Marvel brand. Yeah. And if you have access to 80 years of history with these characters, you kind of have a limitless a possibility of what you can do, um, because you know that 80 years is not gonna just give you Avengers characters. That opens the door where it's like, hey, if you want to do the X-Men, they're standing there. 
any note, you do have overlap with like Beast was a member of the X Men for a while. Yeah, it'd just be like here's Beast, and Wolverine. then that slyly opens the door for you know adding Wolverine and the big heavy hitters that you want to see. Yeah, um, Black yeah. Knight, someone with like Eternals. It, like, there's so much like huge amount of history you could do with that. You could do I. <laughs> this is my joke answer, but it'd be like here's the DLC of the romance comics that. Uh, Jack Kirby did for for Marvel for, for all of there. Like throw them in there. Um, God damn this! I mean, it's it's really this tough. Is depressing. I'm not gonna lie. I no, it's, it's, it's massively depressing, and it, yeah, and it shouldn't be taken as anything is not like it's a failure. Like you you managed to fumble the, the biggest IP right. generator, and not and we're at that point where not even the Marvel brand can save it. So oh. going off of that yeah. thought, I, I have a quick kind of group discussion moment here is that you know this is obviously a disney property at this point right we're talking about marvel which is a disney property um and disney you know they don't have their own uh i think it was disney interactive they they don't have their own video game thing anymore they 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 hire other companies the big other one being star wars right they hired ea to make star wars games and just a whole they, other you know, Battlefront 1 and 2, for the most part, was kind of a fumble in itself. Uh, I know Jedi Fallen Order, we've we've talked about, Brandon, you know, a good story, game as a whole, kind of hit or miss, depends on who you are and what you like. Right. Um, and now you have this with Marvel, you know, Disney hires Square Enix, and they fumble this with the Avengers. You know, th- do we think at some point Disney's going to just finally, like, kind of step in and, I, I don't know, make money correctly again like because at, at what it, it, at a 70 60 million dollar loss someone at disney has to be like guys how how are we not making a video game that works right. in marvel like hand over fist yeah yeah well i i've seen people like i i peruse the this game subreddit just to because i, I want to see what people are saying sure right and, and there, there's definitely an outcry for people wanting to contact Disney and try to get their attention like people did with Battlefront 2. But also you have to remember, like, when they got on Disney's shoulders to, to pressure EA over Battlefront 2, the game didn't get better. It just went, okay, you're just going to grind for everything now instead of pay to win. Avengers right. didn't have pay to win to start. It had cosmetics everywhere. Right. Like you, there, there are points where in this game where you can't feel like you're walking two feet without them trying to throw something to buy at your face. There's a right. little point in this game where they're teaching you how cosmetics work, where they give you 400 credits, and they tell you, now go buy this nameplate because we want to show you how this system works. Like, I can't just pocket that 400 credits to something I might want. No, I have to buy this Black Widow nameplate that they want me to buy specifically. <sighs> that's so frustrating to hear. Like, that's what, like... Uh, I, I, there's just there's there's a good and the fact that two of the biggest properties right now in in i don't know i guess film in pop culture like yeah. and, and they can't make a good video game like that's a uh mike did you play jedi fallen order like real quick i i have not okay. I, i've heard that it's a game that's kind of buggy but you'll have fun with it um it, yeah that's, that's I've good heard, i've heard Staying with Star Wars, I've at least heard good things about Squadrons. Like Squadrons is actually yes. pretty fun. That sounds really. It sounds great. It yeah, does. It does. And that's what I think. Star Wars and EA is actually kind of on an upswing after falling with the Battlefront franchise. And um, it's just hard. I don't know what the contract is with Square Enix, but I gotta assume they have the Marvel property for a certain set of time, which is 
sad to say, but kind of like we said, disappointing because I don't trust them at this point with it. Well, this is the weird thing. So I, I kind of wanted to bring this up, and maybe this is the backdoor of the way of getting where Brandon was talk, wanting to talk about where we get to the dream games we want. Yeah, uh, with, right. With superhero properties. But if let, let's roll back the clocks to the early mid 2000s, let's say pre MCU. Right. Um, sure, yeah. We would get like now, perfect example. I still love this game dearly. Uh, PS1 Spider Man. Like, you would still yes. get like Marvel based games. There, I mean, heck, there's a uh, Exo Man of War Iron Man Heavy Metal was a game right. that exists. Like, that's a crossover, but <laughs> like, there, there, there are definitely games that didn't have to have a movie tie in made. Now, obviously, I still love the, the Sam Raimi Spider Man games. Uh, I like that, that first Spider Man game is a pretty dang good movie tie-in game. And that wasn't even, like, the fully open city yet. I still think that game's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Does anyone else still remember that Vulture trailer? Yes. No. Yes! Yeah, it it was the trailer for the first Spider-Man Raimi tie-in game. And, like, I I forget if he gets on the subway or he's flying through. You see the feather, like, drop. And it's like yeah. it's just this oh, vulture. Cool. In, yeah, I I, I I I'm just trying to say oh. I agree. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, is a segue like if you're at like a game store, or I, I guess it has to be a retro game store at this. But like you see Spider-Man One sitting on a shelf on for your GameCube or your PS One or Xbox, because I think all the games are different in different ways. Right. Um, I think like the Xbox version, you fight Craven and like this fight Scorpion. Like I think each game had its own exclusive villain to cool. fought too. Um. That's great. Like, no, definitely pick that game up. Like, it's it's legitimately, like, a really fun, like, yeah. movie tie-in game that's, like, not terrible. Um, yeah. But, like, as time went on, like, I, I think, like, we got a Hulk game. Now, we got the, the 2003 yes. Hulk tie-in game. And then we got, like, a few years later, we got Ultimate Destruction. Yes. Um, so, like, we were getting, every few years, it seemed like, a Marvel IP game. Um, and then the MCU happened, and we got the... I think it was Sega who made the Iron Man games. Yes. Those games are bad. Like, they're very bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and then there's the Thor game, which was a God of War clone. And then, uh, yeah. from what I've been told, the Incredible Hulk game was Ultimate Destruction, but not as good. And, yeah. and then uh, we got the Captain America game. And then there was nothing mm-hmm. uh, post-Phase 1 really MCU. Surprising. And then yeah. Amazing Spider-Man got two games. Um, and then really right. there was no Marvel game and I'm just focusing on Marvel. Um, there was no Marvel console games really after that point, everything moved to phone games as Marvel or slash Disney didn't really have faith in it. So I'm now wondering now we get two flip sides of the coin here, obviously insomniac, uh, with Sony. And I'm wondering if this is probably more Sony's part than Disney Marvel. Um, they have the cash cow with Marvel Spider-Man on the, on your Sony system. Um, whether you're playing on the PS4 or PS5. Now, focusing on the Marvel brand as a whole, because Avengers was available on every platform, Right. is this a big enough failure for them to go, all right, we're done with games, we're going to stick with mobile again, and maybe in another 10 years we'll try it. Like, that's kind of in the back of my head. I'm worried yeah. about that. I I wouldn't be surprised. In, in all honesty, I, I, I think it, talking about this being a disappointment and kind of being sad or whatever... Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Spider-Man's always stood, uh, again, talking purely Marvel only, Spider-Man's always stood on its own because of the way Sony has had, uh, you know, the hand in the cookie jar with that franchise in the movie industry. Um, It never really surprised me that Spider-Man got his own game uh, for PS4 
because to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Spider-Man's an Avenger now, but like he also isn't right. Like he he has that like double personality, so to speak. Um, So I think we could keep getting Spider-Man games, but unfortunately just lose all other Marvel. And, And that would just that is just the most disappointing, sad thought I could have right now. But I 100% think that's about to happen now that you've said it. Yeah. I guess, I guess also we overlooked it and it felt like no one played it and it kind of came and went. But Ultimate Alliance 3 does exist as a Switch exclusive. I don't know why that <laughs> game was a Switch exclusive, but. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's weird. That game, it, that game did exist. <laughs> I, I haven't played it. I have it. <laughs> I've played it. And you like good. it, don't you, Brandon? It was good. Yeah. It, um, speaking of like what characters they, they could use for Avengers. Ultimate Alliance has basically has all like has all of them. It's I mean the the subtitle for it is, is is Black Order. They they go they go nuts. They do some great stuff where they're just like, hey, here's Ghost Rider. Here's you you go to Wakanda. You get like Black Panther. You get the X Men. You get so many teams of characters just thrown in there, and it's it's great. I I like that game a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, and it's a it's a shame. I wish like Avengers was like the next step for that i wish like there, there's a lot of things i wish it was uh more more like uh, i think the combat has a good uh baseline to it but i think there should be just like a it's more expansive for each character should like feel different and i i don't know i'm i'm hopeful about it um the pessimist in me says that i'll play avengers in a year from now when it's free to play uh but i think <laughs> I'm I'm what hoping. A shot. <laughs> I know, I'm so Dude, you better hope it gets to free to play. I don't and that's the I guess at this point I don't even know if Spider-Man or Black Panther's coming to it. Yeah. Can you imagine it's... all of that hype for Spider-Man exclusive to your to your Sony console for this game and it never happens? Like I kind like I'm it's in the so... realm of possibility, I feel. Like. I agree. I think it's in the realm of possibility and it, it, like I don't know, man. I, I think Square. I'm gonna change my answer to being an optimist and thinking it's gonna be free to play. At this point, <laughs> I think it's it's uh yeah. I, I don't think we're. I mean, so I do think before we get to like the more single player stuff, I do want like a quick like uh quick like few thoughts on like if so. Here's a possibility. So Square comes to us. They hear this podcast and they're like, "Hey guys," they they hear hear us recording this podcast and they're like, "Hey guys." We need you to figure out what's the next, what's the next Avengers game. Like, what do you, how do you fix, or like, what's your pitch for the next part of the Avengers game or sequel or whatever you want to phrase it? What do, what do you think? Like, what do you come up with? What is your your bang? Like, here it is, idea that gets people right back into it. I'm gonna drop Ultimate Alliance one. Go <laughs> do this. Yeah, <laughs> just here you go. Here it is. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, I, I would say I, I, so, so I think the biggest issue with this, this game that I haven't played. So, you know, just based off of what Mike said, just based off of reviews and stuff, I think one of the biggest is its appearance and it's, it's marketing, right? And so like they advertise it as this big Avengers game and then people are like, but this doesn't look like the Avengers, right? Like, so to me. You're going to make a sequel to Avengers, just go balls to the walls, crazy and weird as possible. And my idea to do that is to use, again, you guys tell me if this is still an ongoing series or not, because I don't actually know. But the uh, the Champions series by Mark Wade. Uh, That's ending, but I think either this week or last week, uh, a new Champions book is starting. 
Okay, all right, but that's that would be the basis for my sequel to Avengers because, and if you hear me out, I think there's enough parallels between the Square Enix Avengers team and the original champions that you can like link those together in a way that it carries over playability, but also, like I said, like I'm focusing on just make it weird and just make a great story that would focus on characters that people haven't used. So you know, well, instead of well, instead of is part of that team and, and that's my key my key is you carry miss <laughs> marvel over she's the only one that carries over uh bring miles morales in maybe he's the spider-man we're supposed to get next year we have no idea um you know so you bring spider-man miles morales over you know you have another hulk but instead of being bruce banner it's uh cho that's his name right amadeus cho uh, amadeus cho so you have amadeus cho hulk so get a little different hulk in there um, instead of, I, 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 uh, instead of Iron Man, you have Nova. He would be your, your flyer, so to speak. Right. And then my, my only thing that I changed for the game is I think instead of Thor, you know, you have vision, but instead of having Viz, the, the daughter, you actually right. have vision and like, he's kind of like, like, yeah. I don't want to say the leader, but he's like the, he's like the and that would be my like twist on the game on the, the the game story is that Vision is the guy who maybe he has to get them all together for whatever reason. But you have classic Vision with this group of misfit teens and all their superpowers. You know, you can compare them to the original game, make it a crazy good story with brand new uh, villains that like no one's ever heard of. Like like we've said, like dig in, scrape the pot, get everything in there, and just make it weird. And that's how you grab my attention, Square, in a sequel to a game no one's playing. Interesting. I, I think it works, but I think you still have to have the original characters there. So maybe like take that right. and go like a Justice League Unlimited route with it, because okay. that show would like if you if you kind of pay attention with how that show works, it's usually one of the original seven paired up with two characters who are brand right. new. So you at least have a familiarity, but you're also getting exposed to two new characters at the same time. Right. Ken, would you agree to them being in it in that sense, but without being playable? No, because at the think end of the day, I think you're, you're one going to have to give your players as many options. So like at the end of the day, yeah, I'm right. still going to want to play as Steve Rogers, Captain America. Sure. But also, sure, if right. you give me Bucky Cap or Falcon Ooh. Cap, that's easy, yeah. like that's more fun with me. Like, for example, if the three of us are playing here, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. like because I I like to get kind of fun with with, with team ups. Like if I'm play, I don't know if you guys have ever played Hero Clicks, for example, it was like a kind of a tabletop game. But I always like to when I craft my team, I always kind of like to have a theme with it. So like, <laughs> let's say we're like... all playing our our theoretical Avengers game, right? And it's like, hey, let's all be Cap tonight. Let's all do like a Cap team up mission. <laughs> So like yeah. I could play Steve, and then one of you could play Falcon, and then one of you could play Bucky, um, and that right. could be fun. And like you know, same thing with Hulks. Like let's say um, you know uh, one of us is Bruce, one of us is Amadeus Cho, and then let's say the other one's Doc Sampson, or maybe it's Rick Jones Hulk. Like yeah, you, right. you, you know you can play around with that. And I think that also curbs like the ability because right now in the current iteration of the game. If one person's playing as Captain America, only one person can play as Captain America. Um, I, I've seen theories of, you know, maybe get, uh, kind of make Kang your bad guy, because then you can maybe yeah. do, and this would kind of be cool with the no load times on a PS5, where 
let's say it gets really crazy with it, and it's like he keeps warping oh, the timeline man. you're in. So like, yeah, you could go from fighting on Apocalypse World to <laughs> now you're in the old, you're, now you're in medieval times. Uh, with right. a blink of an eye, that could be really fun. Yeah, um, that's not fun. That's fantastic. I, um, I do know, a pitch. Yeah. yeah, I guess Sorry. like I guess my final thing would be like if you throw like more different like legacy characters in, that gives them more right. people the opportunity to be like, hey, I I know you're playing as this Captain America, but I get to play right. as this one, and then we can also, right. you know, I I kind of am a big proponent for like I want my universe to feel lived in, which is yeah. like for example, one of my favorite cutscenes is the original Ultimate Alliance is just the introduction to going to Stark Tower, uh, because Iron right. Man flies in is the whole crew sitting around, he's like, hey guys. Happy to make my base use of operations while we take down the Masters of Evil, and also I've called in a bunch of old friends to help out. And then you, then right. it opens up. It's like, oh, here's Hank Pym and the Vision. Here's, <laughs> here's right. Widow. Here's Nick, like, I I like that the fact that they the, your universe feels lived in, which is another reason why PS4 Spider Man kind of works. We know the Avengers Tower is there now. There's no Baxter right. Building for some reason because Marvel hated the Fantastic Marvel Four for a good yeah. decade, but. <laughs> You know, and it's even like things like that. Like, if you remember Web of Shadows, like Stark Tower yes. was there, and then the Sentries thing was also on top of Stark Tower in that oh, game. Because that's what the whole wow. universe was at that time. The, the Sentry yeah. had his weird hideout it's thing on top like, of Stark Tower. Yeah, top of it. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's uh, I love that. I love that kind of stuff. That's yeah. That, that's the kind of like the continuity and the kind of feel to those games. They wish that they, they could have had. Like, I'm, I'm tired, of, tired of Origins. I want something new. And like kind of more, like uh, as a part of the the larger whole, instead. Which brings me when it comes to a multiplayer game. I think the best way to do it is a beat 'em up, right? Like I think that's yeah. the best kind of way to do it. Yeah. I think yeah. I, th- I think that could. I think that's definitely like the feel to want out of like a comic book game. Just be, being able to like really feel out how those characters would would be in combat and being able to like really get into the good action. Um, my, I was thinking about it and I think, well, <laughs> I won't do like a whole entire screen. I've done, I've done to Zach before where I've done like a 20 minute <laughs> like pitch on something. So I'm going to go too, too deep on it. I'll just, I'll just do the first like uh few hours, uh, which with the dialogue and acting out everything. Um, yeah, Mike, no, you I have just... your copy of the script, right? We're going to take turns on the character. <laughs> oh, gonna, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got to go. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So here's the thing. Here, here's here's how it opens. We op- open on like a shadowy base. We see a lone figure. Who is it? Nick Fury, who's doing his usual stealth shit, just skulking around, doing like. But he, it's a little more. You know, he, he's actually inf- infiltrating this base. He's getting in there. He's going past all these guards. He was in. We're not really sure where this is. We're not like. It looks like a very like covert, uh, like operations base. And you know, he's 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 going around trying to get into. He's, Thing, everything you would want him to do. So we, we we get through this section, and he finally gets to like a vault, and you know he he finally like no he finally gets to like a prison cell, and you know he, he thinks he's gonna find something, but what actually finds is Steve Rogers. He sees Steve Rogers in there, and but you know whatever it is <laughs> i'm getting too deep getting too deep into like specifics of this so they're talking they're like steve i gotta get you i gotta get you out like how, how this happened and as they're talking he's like gotta watch your six 
behind him is Steve Rogers, is Captain America himself. This is the Avengers Tower. Uh, Nick Fury has infiltrated the Avengers, the Avengers Tower, but it's been taken over by all these like uh, all these guards and stuff. We reveal it's actually a scroll has taken over for Captain America. This is a secret invasion game of you start off as Nick Fury. And eventually, my pitch is you have to re- recruit the Secret Warriors, and it's a stealth slash like action game where you are literally fighting against the Avengers to save the Avengers. Where you each boss fight is an Avengers fight. Of you, you, you again, you go against these characters you used to play as in the first game. Now you're playing in this game as against bosses. Like Iron Man is an aerial fight. You gotta fuck up his old armor and all that stuff. Like Thor is a like a like on top of a mountain. You gotta fight him on there. It's it's a big epic battle that finally at the end of the game you get to play as you know all the Avengers with the Secret Warriors. That's my pitch. I really like that, and to me, a, a Secret Invasion game makes a ton of sense. Like as as a next, whether you want to say it's you know the Avengers next Ultimate Alliance, like like Secret right. Invasion at, with the amount of possibilities you have with what characters you can play, like you just pointed out, that makes total sense to me for a video game. Yeah, so uh, one sec. I'm getting a call. Um, oh yes, uh, Square Enix. You want to you want to fund all these ideas? Oh, I'm I'm so glad to hear that. I'm, I'll be I'll tell the I'll, I'll tell the guys. All right, love you. Bye. Right. Love you. They too. actually just died. Um, they're not going to fund any of our projects. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, it's a bummer. But right, right on point though, where like you want the big threat, so it feels big. Like you want to gather your friends. I'm assuming right. like we're sticking yeah. with that multiplayer model, like yeah, yeah, and you know, sticking with like the the core of the Avengers is when the threat is too big for one hero alone. That's when the Avengers are called in. Um, so like you definitely want a big world threat that like it's gonna th- like gonna feel fun gathering you and three friends together to sit down and and you know beat some bad guys up. Right. Yeah. And oh, uh, if if I had to add, just like. A general overall, like Square just needs to focus more on the fun playability of the game. Like they they need to not like freak out about you know the making it look a certain way. You need to not like like the like just folk like make a darn plan and just like put it together. Like the like the whole villain thing that Mike talked about is what's really bugging me. Right? Like I yeah, right. I can't like Brandon. In that two-minute spiel, sounded more interesting than the entire Avengers game. And like, I'm not trying to discredit Brandon. You know, I'm just saying like, you were able to come up with a very like good pitch that easily outdoes that whole game already. Like, like you could have done something way more interesting with Modok. And like, like I said, like you could use him to introduce other villains. You could. I I don't know. I I I think that's really. This is really getting to me. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Yeah. it should like I'm not like you should feel like that because you're you're taking hundreds of millions of dollars, yeah, um, and time and development, and then like all for it to fall flat in your face. Like people will probably lose jobs over this old horrible micromanagement and misplacement. Like that's the last thing you want. Yeah, and we're already down that road. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't agree more. Um, that's actually really well said there, dude. Um, well, this made me thoroughly bummed out. 
I know. I know. I don't want to end us but, on a bad note here. I, I think I the think thing that's will. important is that uh, Square Enix does have a lot of money, and Disney also has a lot of money. And whether <laughs> or not they get another chance, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Um, at least we have Spider Man for the time being. Um, and and I still like to kind of backtrack just a tad bit. I still have some high hopes for the Suicide Squad game. Um, now we right. haven't seen too too much of it, but when it comes to a team aspect of a video game, like I, I don't know, I I like Rocksteady, I like what they've done with Batman. I I, I have high hopes for that Suicide Squad yeah. game. Um, very good developer. Yeah, exactly. So I I think I think there's still plenty to look forward to. You know, Marvel games just we just need a little bit more from them. That's all. Yeah, there's it's, there's plenty of look hate Arkham Knight. Like I mean. I'll say this. I'm not really thrilled for Suicide Squad just because Suicide Squad doesn't interest me. But, like, if I hear good things, like, yeah, I'll probably want to play it. Right. Um, but, like, I mean, I didn't hate Arkham Origins. Uh, I think that game is definitely yeah. a reskinned Arkham City, and it was a placeholder for Arkham Knight. Like, you can't deny right. that. But that game yeah. had the best, in my opinion, that game has the best boss fights of the Arkham franchise. Um, in terms of that, like, it... Right. Um, you know, Rocksteady, I feel, has never done great with boss fights in those Batman games. Um, yeah. Like, other than Mr. Freeze, like, I feel like they're all kind of, right. you know, here's the strategy, do it three times, and then you win. Yeah. Um, but... Can't argue. Yeah, I I guess <laughs> Gotham Knights could be fun. Like, it's you're, you're definitely taking a risk where you're making a Batman game where you're not going to play as Batman, and he's probably right. going to be the final boss because we see him sitting there yeah. and there with the, the Court of Owls. So, like, <laughs> okay, but like also like, you know, outside of me, like I kind of don't want to play anyone other than Nightwing. But like, right. who knows if they all play uniquely? We'll see. But at the same time, it's like I kind of feel like they're all gonna you know play the same way, and it's just gonna be cosmetic differences that are gonna be, uh, you know, in terms of the weapons. Like, you right. know, Nightwing's gonna have the wingdings, and Robin's gonna have the Robin rings or whatever. <laughs> they call right. Them. um all right i i i'm i'm uh i'm pretty 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 good anything else we want to add for avengers spider-man any any last minute thoughts here i'd like a superman game in my lifetime that was actually great (laughs) i second that i would love that that would be nice and the rumors were rocksteady was making a superman game for a while and then uh kind of are you're, you're gonna kill yeah, it was, <laughs> I wonder that I do think like it, it was their ver- it was their way of being like, oh, we can't make a Superman game anymore. Well, fuck you. You're gonna have to fucking kill him. <laughs> fuck you, WB. You're gonna, like this is the only way we, we can spite you with keeping our jobs. And there's me going oh. like, I don't want to kill Superman. I know. I it makes me sad. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> like he's my friend though. Like I don't. That, I don't want to do this. That, um, but yeah, that that actually brings us to a good topic where. We've been, we here at Captain Co-op Headquarters, we have been racking our brains thinking about, we we have a great Spider-Man game, but what other games could there be for these these kinds of characters? What single player, or what what single characters would work as a a video game? Or, I mean, like, uh, in some cases, what single pairs of characters that will tip tip you off to one of my choices (laughs) will be good? For a video game, you know, I I do have um, Mr. John Marvel and a Mr. Sam DC on on the line, 
they can uh <laughs> i think they're very eager to hear our thoughts so i if, if you guys have the chance you can let me know i i'll forward them on over uh well i've said it before i'll say it again um I think a Venom game is overdue, and sure, there's some biases over on this podcast, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I actually, again, Mike pointed it, it's brought it up. Just I heard it for a slight second. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, I that was my that was my jam when that, that yeah. came out, and uh, I loved the Venom aspects of that game. Um, I think you know you you put a Venom in the same universe as our Spider-Man now. I, I think a Venom game works. I really do. Uh, I think. I think it could be a lot of fun. I think it could be similar enough but different enough that you just get a lot of enjoyment. You get a lot of returning fans of the series. Um, I, I, I want it. <laughs> Venom is my absolute number one next superhero on his own game, please. Right. With the Donny Cates run, the, the world is wide open for a game for a two with facing Null at the end. Oh, my God. Yes. Please. Yes. Just yes. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's order it. Yeah. I've always thought there's there's an interesting way to do Superman. The Superman Returns game was interesting because you didn't have a health bar. It was like the city's health bar. Um, That was a really cool idea. Yeah, It was a a cool idea because like it's hard to give Superman a health bar. Um, I feel like I'm one of those people where like if you think Superman's overpowered, you don't get it. But like (laughs) When you You're quantify it to a video game, he is kind of powerful. Like, right. Uh, a Green Lantern game would be fun, but like, it's hard to like throw all the imaginativity yeah. into five buttons of what constructs you can make. Right. Uh, a Green Arrow game could be interesting, though. Like, you starting on the island, uh, no. kind of an uncharted yeah. adventure would be cool. Oh, that'd be um, nice. I like. As that. a fan of Arrow, I I agree that would be pretty awesome to play through that storyline. Yeah. I... It, it kind of feels like I, the Flash is another one that kind of jumps at me. Like, but yeah. how do you do the Flash now? Like, exactly. Yeah, a Flash game kind of in the vein of like a Sonic or like a like a platformer. Like that totally makes sense. I like that. Like, yeah, but you know, everyone wants the 3D console big action game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I just right. don't know how you do it uh, where you where you feel fast. Yeah. I think. Um... It's tough, yeah. It, it's definitely like I would say the best comparison I can do is probably Saints Row Four had like a super speed option for you for running, and that's close to what I always wanted. For, like, but it's like you would want a Flash to be a little bit faster than that. Cause it's it's tough to nail how fast you can really get them before it becomes like unwieldy. Like I'm not sure like really how much you can. It's it's tough. It's but it's something I would love to have like a Flash game. I think it would be awesome. Uh, a Flash console game, not Flash on my browser uh, game. That is like flashback. Goodbye, come December. Oh, really? Yeah, Flash is away. Oh God, that's right. On my Newgrounds game, how how, how am I gonna? (laughs) I'm gonna play. uh, Shoot this bunny into this. I don't. How are you gonna play your Naruto trivia quiz anymore? (laughs) My home home star runner games. God damn it! Uh, But one of the, I think for me. Especially, it's I, 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 I just can't narrow it down to one. I can narrow it down to two, uh, two characters though. I want a blue and gold game, booster gold, blue beetle, like two player co op. Uh, I don't know. 
how it works out. But one player plays each character. It's almost similar to that game came out like two years ago, A Way Out. And it's basically like you trying to figure out uh, like a puzzle with each character, each person playing as those two characters. But one person has all the gadgets. One person has like a lot of powers. And I think there'd be some cool ideas like with that. Uh, it scares me that I knew exactly what you were going for as you were saying. It. Like just I, I was like, yep, I know. Yep. That's what he's going. Yep. All right. <laughs> I, I would be down with it it'd be a lot of fun to see how they could make that work I, I i did play through a way out and like i totally knew the the ending was coming where you were gonna have to like fight each other right um, yeah very reminiscent of the splinter cell conviction co-op ending oh right right <laughs> each other. forgot about that yeah shout out shout out to a franchise that i'd love to see come back uh splinter That'd cell be great. um yeah. but yeah, I, I think that could definitely work. And I, we, we haven't really explored the, you know, and that was that game was also fun because it was like local co-op, right? Like, Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, There's some really cool ideas in there, yeah. I, I'd like to see local, local co-op come back. Now, obviously, you know, right. after, you know, there's a pandemic and we're out of that, you can have your friends <laughs> come over. You can leave houses, yeah. Local co-op was like a really fun part of my childhood, and I'm sure your guys yeah. as well. So I'm all as a proponent of trying to bring those kind of games back. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, it was actually a big issue for me. I bought Halo 5 once my brother got an Xbox One, and there was no local co-op, and I just assumed there was. And I was like, how do you make a Halo game that doesn't have local co-op? Right. God, that's... that's yeah, brutal. that kind of... I have not played Halo 5. It's the only Halo game I haven't played. I still haven't played it. I bought it, like, three years ago or whatever. At this point, so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, the, the fact that... Yeah. It's I was tough. just gonna say the fact that there was no co-op it blew me away so much because I was gonna play it with my brother yeah. and then yeah. it was like well we can't play together so I guess I'm just not yeah. playing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> head scratching yeah. decision from Microsoft on that. Right. Ridiculous. But you know what is not a head scratching decision, possibly from Marvel, uh, who is on the line right now listening, would be a Silver Surfer game as well. That's my pitch for uh, where it's half. Playing as Silver Surfer in like a <laughs> me and Zach discussed this earlier. It wouldn't my my joke answer would be it's it's a racing game, but <laughs> where you're in, and Zach put it as uh, it's like Rainbow Road, but for like sixty hours, just you on that just, uh, surfing down. But I would want it to be like partly superhero adventure. Part <laughs> this is the part only I would be interested in. Partly uh, Silver Surfer, just like philosophizing about like life and reality and mortality and just like it, it would be like you would have to sit on your board and just like think for a while just like th- think about the world and like think about what you've done as as the herald of galactus everyone would be like trying to skip it and be like this is fucking two hours long him just talking to himself like this is not fun what i'd if, be like this is fucking great <laughs> this is what i want what if instead you uh you give me skate four and it's just it's a silver surfer mod in space and you're just Grinding on stars and galaxies and yeah, I think there's a Silver Surfer like SNES game where you're like on it's like a rail yeah. shooter like kind of like Batman. Oh shit! It's uh, wow. Batman Return of the Joker, right? No, oh, Revenge yeah. of the Joker, whatever the Revenge. second '89 Batman game was. I think it's right. kind of like that. Oh, that's fantastic! I'm gonna, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go get that. Yeah, they fulfilled my dream before I knew I wanted it. Yeah, <laughs> before I was alive too. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, there was one more I was thinking. Oh, I did have a joke answer, but that's also, I think, would be kind of awesome. This would be kind of, I don't know how you could pull this off, though. So, Marvel, you can you can get to work on this one. And uh, Immortal Hulk game where 
<laughs> again <laughs> that you have to you had to fight um you had to fight monsters but then reconcile with you being a monster yourself where it's very much like half of the game is you trying to like wrap your head around the idea that like the idea of mortality and also that you are going to be the end of all things like <laughs> in, in however however long uh this like next reality is because i want to say immortal hulk issue 25 is one of the best comics i've ever read still have it on my mind the end of issue 24 is fucking terrifying if people want to write read good horror comics uh that's a good this is a suggestion but just a good hulk game with like moments where um she uh <laughs> Reggie Hulk has to eat, eat 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 your heart and to restart your uh restart your life at one point. Yes, that's a moment in the Mortal Hulk deck. And that is not the most horrifying moment. That is like say, that's that's like a part of it. <laughs> that game's never getting released based on the body horror alone. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and there we only get to see it. it in still motion. I, I can't quantify or fathom seeing the body horror in that game move in motion. Who <laughs> just thinking about it actually give me like <laughs> I really don't I don't actually <laughs> just thinking about it, it's gonna get me uh the fight with um absorbing man would be I think everyone would probably turn it off be like I'm good uh his his spine is is like dangling off his legs I'm good I don't want to play this anymore <laughs> I think All we should moms that yeah, were mad good. about spine pulling out in Mortal Kombat yeah not gonna like yeah, that yeah <laughs> Can I just cut in for a brief moment for our folks listening at home playing Caffeine Co-op Bingo? You can cover that piece that says, the guest on the podcast says, Brandon, that game's never getting made. <laughs> oh, oh that come on. That's, that's, admittedly, that's usually uh, a bit when I say my my uh, fourth choice, which I did not tell you. You guys could have four choices, but I'm I'm sneaking one in there. What game I would actually want to be made. I've said it several times. Batman Beyond. I need a goddamn Batman Beyond game made. But but see, that's actually possible. Like that's actually <laughs> like not like that. That is actually a feasible, possible, can happen game. As right. opposed to like, uh, I I don't know. You you say Batman Beyond shows up in like Gotham Knights or whatever. It's like no, Brandon. You got to calm down. That's not how it's gonna happen. Gonna happen. No. Sure. No, but that's actually like that's a, I I dig it. Yeah, I, I could, I could, be, I could probably get funding for a Batman Beyond you know, the game. Yeah, what's his Not name? Not me myself, but you can easily get the voice cast back. You know, you do the classic or, yeah. TV show becomes the video game. Right. But yeah, I think that what we all learned here today, we all learned a lot of uh, valuable lessons here at Caffeine Co-op. The moral is is that big corporations don't really know shit, and they're gonna fuck up pretty hard, and they're gonna lose a lot of money. But I hope they can make something better in the future. That's my my hopes and dreams is that we come out of this quarantine. The one thing we learned from all of this is that we can get better video games. The only thing we can learn from the, the last year. Nothing politically, nothing societal, just video games. Hey, you know, I, I, I don't think that's impossible when we're all playing video games in a quarantine. You know, we're definitely yeah. judging them. Exactly. That's... That's good. Uh, I, I like that. That's a good way to. That's a good way to put it. Well, little, little positive twist on the fact that we're gonna ruin every video game franchise we hate. <laughs> I think that's um. That's all from. from that's all from me. Not to. Uh, not to borrow from, one of my favorite characters, but uh, 
that's all, folks. That's how, can you say that legally? Um, <laughs> all right, I kind of I couldn't agree more. Uh, whoo, what a good episode of Caffeine Co-op, folks. Uh, we got to talk a lot about Spider-Man, as always, as we always do. Uh, we got Mike's input on Avengers, which was a little disappointing, but I'm actually kind of glad I got a sobering input on that game because now <laughs> I'm not just going to go blankly buy it in the future until it's basically it's got to be a ps plus free game is my guess so um but uh yeah thank you everyone for listening to caffeine co-op we are that video game podcast that you've chosen to listen to here today thank you so so much mike our special guest of the evening tell the fine folks where they can find you and what you're up to uh, you can find me on Crackle Comics on YouTube. We we record our podcast there. There's a video version of it, and then we do. I just strip it and make a more cleaned audio version of it later in the weekend. Uh, mm. I recommend if you're going to listen to it, just listen to the audio version because <laughs> you want to see our, my disgusting face on screen. Um, oh, stop but it! Also, uh, I'll, I'll chop that down to a pick of the re- pick of the week review as uh, each of my co-hosts and myself pick a pick of the week book. Um, sometimes it's a double up, sometimes everyone chooses their own thing, but, uh, you can find us there at Crackle Comics and then also Twitter and Instagram. Um, look for me. I think I'm, <laughs> this is horrible. I think I'm M underscore SPAC 17 on Twitter. Like if you want to <laughs> follow me, don't, right. I don't know why I hardly tweet. Um, <laughs> but, and then also, uh, if you want to hear me talk sports, uh, I have another podcast called PS. It's a podcast, uh, with my good friend and pal, Will Price. Uh, so Price and Spack, uh, we're talking Steelers football, sorry Zach, uh, and Penn State football, and then we also talk some entertainment news in our third segment. Um, so that's been fun. That just started, so you can look for me to plug those uh, anywhere, elsewhere, uh, you know, on you know the socials. I just wanted to say real quick my own input here. I love Crackle Comics, guys. Definitely, if you have not listened to it, give it a shot. Um, I also didn't know about your, uh, I'm sorry, can you say the, the sports talk one again? Uh, P.S. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Uh, so that being said, uh, Mike, we kind of really suck at Penn State this year, don't we? <laughs> uh, we're the only team in the Big Ten without a win. I know. I that's okay. I hey I hey yeah. You brought up Penn State football. I had to throw a little bit. My one question to you, and if hey if you've talked about it on your podcast and you want to say they have to go listen to an episode, feel free. But uh, James Franklin, one foot out the door. No, not yet. He's got a thirty-eight million dollar buyout. I, I, <laughs> I don't see how you can justify uh, fire any coach this year uh, with 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 COVID. I just don't see it. Like I know quickly here. I know some people are calling for Jim Harbaugh to be gone at Michigan, but just I, I think the struggles of those two teams you're seeing is, uh, you know, I think we're looking at two young teams uh, trying to get experience. Penn State only had eleven seniors graduate last year, uh, but you know clearly there's a problem going on, and you know. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, on the on-field performance and the uh, and the uh, you know and the coaching. Seriously, give Mike a follow. Um, Brent, real quick for Mike though, you said uh, so. Coaches are pretty much safe this year. What do you say about managers, uh, specifically baseball managers, specifically baseball managers that work for the Orioles uh, this? I would say this uh, year. Do you think they're they're okay? Is my <laughs> my position safe? And oops, um, well. I think your position's safe. You're not Tony Larusa, who's 76 <laughs> years old, going to manage the White Sox and getting in a oh DUI 
and uh, going right to the south side of Chicago at 76, <laughs> which, you know, seems like the logical move, what would happen to a 76-year-old who certainly just moved right. to the south side of Chicago. Um, but um, I have no idea what the White Sox are doing there, and uh, I don't think you're in a situation where that's going to be bad for you, Brandon. So I sure. think you're just fine safe at Camden Yards. Yeah. Go O's. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Shut the, you, Brandon, shut the... <laughs> tell them where they can find you. You can find me, uh, not in real life, because don't, n- n- don't try to find me. But uh, you can find me online at at Brandon Hyde on Twitter. You can find me. Uh, you can find my writing at wigman.com. You can find me also blabbering about on the hide and go seek. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Um, keep safe. Keep sane and. Take care, everybody. I like that. And you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Philly Gamer. Uh, and um, yeah, and also, uh, if you don't, if you, if instead of wanting to listen to the other side of the state, you want to listen to the right side of the stake, <laughs> Philly oh. Sports Now is a podcast you can also find for all your Philly sports needs. Guys, once again, That's thank you everyone for listening. Mike, absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you, you everyone for listening. This is Caffeine Cup. I'm Zach. And I'm Brandon. And we are done. We're out.